Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I had a great time tonight joining legend Bill O'Reilly on his radio and TV program. A wonderful time uh, joining the uh, great Bill O'Reilly. It was just a a lot of fun. Thank you, Bill, for inviting me uh, to be on your program. A number of issues, a number of issues we will deal with this morning. Something's going on with this Trump case, folks. The grand jury won't vote until uh, at least next week at the earliest. A bit later on, I will also switch gears. A storm is brewing at the New York City Council starting later today. Third-party apps like Grubhub and DoorDash, they want to charge restaurants more money for using their sites for deliveries. Some restaurant owners are up in arms. In our Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment, We'll chat with Jeffrey Garcia. We were scheduled to talk with him last night, but he agreed to come on tonight because of all the news out of uh, Nashville. So we had to push that conversation back. He's the president of a local organization, and he is uh, very angry, uh, and, as well as his members are, at, at what's going on in the council. This is in the hands of the New York City Council. The Nashville shooting. Audrey Hale. Some parents, I I don't understand. I I don't like to engage in the blame game. I'm just going to stay say for right now. Some parents, I I just don't understand. Because you know, just like I know, that unfortunately and tragically, the next shooting. Some deranged individuals probably planning right now. And there's a family member that knows there's a a, uh, a mental issue. And I don't know if they're delusional, the family member. I don't know if they're in denial. But they're not saying, let me learn from the last incident and involve law enforcement to be, to be on the uh, cautionary side. And so... I, I do want to make this point, and we are going to be taking uh, a lot, as many as possible, of your telephone calls this morning, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So a little bit of a, a personal situation here. My son watched us 
purchase his sister a car at age 16 when she started to drive and was about to go off uh, to uh, Syracuse University a year later. So naturally, he would want the same done for him. But we could not. And even to this day, and my son is now 30 years old, we cannot buy him a vehicle or let him drive. My son has epilepsy. And so it would not only be a crime to let him drive a vehicle, you have to go two years seizure free uh, before you can get a driver's license. So, but it would, it would not, it would not only be a crime to let him drive a vehicle, it would endanger his life and the lives of others. If he had a seizure behind the wheels of a vehicle. And that's something that I could not live with. And so, I I just don't understand how, when we look at Nashville, how we got to this point as far as the parents knew that there was an issue. And so Audrey Hale was shot dead about 14 minutes after the initial 911 call came in, according to police. And so, folks, let me just uh, sidetrack for a, a second here. Please don't complain to me again about police officers. All you have to do is look at those body cam videos, and I'm sure all of us have had the opportunity to to look at them now. And you see those officers, several of them without any any, um, body vest on, And you hear the officers say, I need three, I need three. And they come up, they open the door, and they go in. These men, what we saw in Nashville, those police officers are are heroes. And think about this for a second. They know that there's an active shooter inside that building. And it's their job to go in there and and take care of that situation. And unfortunately, that's exactly what they had to do. Audrey Hale had legally purchased seven guns from five different local gun stores and apparently hid some of those weapons at home, police say. Parents told the police that they thought their adult child had only one gun, which they believed that she had sold. Her her parents felt that she should not own weapons considering her mental health uh, disorder and that they were under the impression that she had sold uh, the the one weapon and that she did not own any more. And so police also found, uh, after they issued a warrant, got a warrant, they found uh, other weapons uh, at the house. She had been hiding uh, other weapons. And according to police, they do not believe that she targeted the victims. 
And I do want to say this as a side note. I'm about to start with your telephone calls uh, in one second. And I just saw on one of the televisions the uh, photo of the school headmaster just appeared. And this headmaster, uh, according to police and what they believe, charged towards the shooter to protect her children when, when she was shot and killed. And, you know, I, I, I just want folks to think about that for a second. And, you know, the side note I want to say before I start with your telephone calls is this. Things, what's up is down in society these days. What's down is up. Things are so confusing that it's hard for us in the media to keep up. In terms of with this pronoun stuff, you know, we're trying to get the story right. We're doing the best that we can. And and last night I thought initially that it was a, a male to a female transgender. But apparently, and now it appears, uh, it, 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 and, and think about this. I have to say to you now that she was born biologically a woman. Think about this for a second. And then I have to continuously figure out, even for a deceased woman now, what pronouns she identified with. And so she was a woman uh, that, that was a transgender to a man. And this is all very, very confusing. And it makes you wonder if this is part of the problem in terms of what's going on in society. Think about this, folks. Again, we have a breaking news situation. I'm trying to bring you the facts the best that I can, the entire team here at WABC, to the best of our ability. What what I didn't say last night on, on air is while I'm on air, these guys in the control room were frantically looking online to figure out if it was a, a, a man. Matt, please, please join me for a second here. And Kenneth, you guys, am, am, yeah. I, am I joking? Or, no. Or, or were you guys frantically online trying to figure out if this was a man to a woman or a woman to a man? Right. We were trying to check to make sure exactly what was going on and, and if that was correct. Was it a woman to a man, a man to the woman? Do they actually, do they, are they someone that identified as transgender? We had, we really didn't know because we were getting conflicting messages from people that were messaging you saying, no, it's this, no, it's that. So we were looking to see if, can we see something? And then, yeah, we found out that, that Audrey Hale was a, born a biological woman and, and then recently yeah. was identifying as a man. Yep, 100%. But according to her LinkedIn profile, right? in right. recent days, right. she now became a man. So and, it is very confusing. I don't, I don't blame you. And thanks, guys. And so, folks, I'm I'm just trying to give you a, a, an idea of what it's like on this side. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Covering something like this. We, we're trying, I'm trying to be fair and accurate and, 
and and I'm trying to figure out is, is a, a a woman to a man, a man to a woman, and no matter what the individual may be, what pronouns that they use. This is the world that we live in, and it, it, this is, let's be honest, this is sick. This is sick. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Uh, let's begin with our friend Jennifer in Boston. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. It's good to hear you as always. Um, I just a couple of things. First of all, I'd like to take the opportunity to commend those uh, selfless uh, and extremely courageous uh, police officers. Um, and isn't it funny how when, when we're all in need, everyone wants to call a cop and have a cop show up and do the right thing. And God bless them. They did. And just keep that in mind, all the defund the police people. The next time you're in need, who are you going to call? Um and um, I just honor all of them. I, I might have mentioned before, my godson is a Massachusetts State Police Officer, a Marine Combat Vet. And um, it's people like my godson and like those two men and the other men that entered, those two officers that did the takedown and the other officers that went with them. And they went toward the shooting and not away from it. And those are rare and noble souls. And we owe them so much as a society because without them, I mean, look how bad we're already in. We still have officers that are willing to show up. So we we need to start lifting them up. And um, so that said, I also wanted to say the uh, headmaster, headmistress seem to have uh, also done something very selfless. And um, so just God bless them all. God bless everybody that was there. And um, I, I am absolutely sickened by the fact that I heard a radio host in Boston, a local host last night, Say, oh, I don't want anyone to be upset with me if I say the wrong. Let me look this up. Just like you were saying, I was sick. I couldn't even call, and I couldn't call you. Uh, how? What the hell is wrong with us as a society that we're war- worrying about offending somebody or some group of people when either someone that was purely evil or had a cold killer heart or a mental illness, whatever, or a combination, has gone and done the most horrific deed that we could do, which is to kill. And she was hunting humans. She was hunting humans. Look at the video. Okay. And so who, who in the hell is worried about pronouns? If you're worried about someone na- uh, with a dead name or, or using a wrong pronoun, shame on you as a human being, that that is your concern. How lucky for you that that's your concern. Cause you know what? Those family members of those that passed, they, they don't have that luxury. And, and, you know, I, I'm just sick of the whole way. Like you said, Dominic, Black is white, white is black, up is down, down is up. It's all, we're going into crazy land. And, and look at that survey that was just came out. I think it was in the, um, maybe the Wall Street Journal about people's values, the young people, particularly in this society. That's what, when you have an indoctrination nation, this is what is happening. Our value system is completely upside down. So thanks for hearing me. I'm sorry if I rambled, but I'm very grateful for you being there, Dominic. Thank thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Again, folks, I'm just trying to give you an idea of what what it is like uh, in terms of when we're covering this in a breaking news situation. You know, in in school and in graduate school, they didn't I didn't have to take a class on pronouns and um, in accurately describing the sexual orientation of the way a person feels, not what they are biologically, but what they feel they are. And oftentimes, as we know, people go back and forth, back and forth. And I'm supposed to, it's, 
And then, and then, you know, as a talk show host, we're human beings as well. We have families as well. We have children as well. And, and we're saying, oh, my God, when is the next time this is going to happen? Could it happen to my family? Could it happen to my kids? Could it happen to my grandkids? A horrible situation that we are, are dealing with. Let's go to Kathy in New Jersey. Good morning, Kathy. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Uh, great to hear you with Bill O'Reilly on the same level playing field. Fantastic, Dominic. Thank you. And Thank you, the, Kathy. The other, a couple other things. And, uh, and I do give is, Bill credit because he reached out and asked me to come on. So I say bravo to Bill O'Reilly. He really is a good man. And, Thank you. Of course he is. He's got so much going from. Uh, so anyway, uh, the psychiatrist, all I want to say is whoever was treating her, that needs to be really evaluated and he needs or she needs to learn something or whatever that has to be done there, obviously. The other thing is, you know, the Internet. And it all started with Columbine. That's where it began. Before Columbine, God help us, there was never a school shooting. And it opened Pandora's box. And we know, we all know that there are chat rooms and Internet and people did not have the ability to connect like that before, obviously. You're correct. And, uh, You're correct. And one other thing. It's like I just want to throw this out there. I think I had a good idea today. I usually have one a day. You know you know how when you go into a health club or anywhere, if you go to a community that's gated, or my health club, I got to get scanned in, Dominic. They scan my code. And sometimes there's 20 people waiting to get in, Dominic, but nobody can just walk in to the health club. You got that? Of course. So listen, Dominic, there's sometimes like seven doors into a school. What they have to do, and I'm going to write an article about this, is, 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 have people get scanned into school. I don't mean just one door open. That would take a long time. But get scanned in and make it mandatory, which they're not doing, obviously. They leave doors unlocked and all that jazz. But wouldn't it be great to be able to scan somebody in, students, parents, and staff? Right, but that, will, gotta, but that will require, Kathy, and I do a have lot to, of effort. It, 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 yes. A lot of effort, and it will require a, a lot of additional resources in terms yes. of staff members. So, I mean, you know, Kathy, maybe I do have to move on, Kathy, because there are a lot of people holding on. But thank you for the wonderful comment, and thank you uh, for sharing your ideas. They're, they're ideas that perhaps society should be looking at because something uh, has to be done here. Something really has to be done. And, you know, we say this every single time. And, you know, at, at some point, again, I, I'm not as – I try not to just point fingers at someone and say you're the villain, but again, it, you know, if 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 I'm responsible enough not to let my son drive a vehicle because he has epilepsy, if you have a 28 year old child that you know has a mental health issue, one gun is one too many, and if the child is staying with you, you still have the control over the child, even though they're an adult, to say no. You will not bring that into my house. And if you feel that you have to bring that into my house, then you have to leave effective immediately. And you're on your own. But you you, you just can't tolerate this. Oh, let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? 
Yes, good morning. Just a quick comment on your last caller. Uh, apparently, the door to this school was locked, and this person shot their way in. So some of these solutions that people come with, come up with on the fly just are not practical. Now, a lot of people are making a big deal about the trans issue with this killing. Listen, I feel just as bad as everybody else, but let's not try to blame the entire trans community for this, which a lot of people are doing. Most of the mass shootings that have been committed in the past 20, 30 years have been by straight white men, okay? And we're not demonizing them. So let's not demonize all trans people, please. Well, or, well, well or, David, or, wait, wait. I do, I do want to ask yeah. you a question here. I, 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 yeah. I, I, as I said last night, we should not broad brush the entire transgender community. I do want to, I don't want to say but, I do want to ask you this. There is a high rate of suicide in the transgender community, and it, it, it seems based on the stats that, that there are some issues as it relates to mental illness within the individuals going back and forth, not being exactly sure what they, what they, what they want. Uh, the, you don't feel that plays into any of this. Well, no, of course there's, that plays into it. But I, what also plays into it, Dominic, is that these people are being harassed. They're being subjected to hate. They're being subjected to condemna- condemnation and lack of acceptance. You don't think that causes people to, to have mental illness? I mean, listen, we've talked about the racial stuff that I went through. And let me tell you something. Being called names and being excluded from activities and being downgraded – it does make you feel depressed and angry. I was angry for a great part of my life until I was in my 30s because of the stuff I went through. Now, I never thought about killing anybody, but there are people who don't have the capability to control themselves. And, you know, this is something that we really need to talk about, that people are being subjected to bullying and all this other stuff. I mean, I'm sure this, the reason this person went back to the school is probably they had these feelings probably for a long time and didn't feel accepted and became angry and mentally disturbed and decided to do this. I'm not excusing it, but we really need to stop using incidents like this to further marginalize and discriminate against people because that's only going to make this worse. Oh. And, and if I could just say one last thing, please. Quickly, quickly. All right. With this uh, accumulation of guns, I've been saying for years, just like an automobile, if you purchase certain types of guns like assault rifles and these other types of weapons, you should be required to purchase liability insurance. If people had to pay for insurance for these weapons, I don't think they would purchase as many. Thank you. I want you to stand by, David. What I want to do is bring in Larry, Larry in Brooklyn. I want to bring him in. You stand by, David. Larry, you just heard what David had to say. What do you think? Yeah, I understand. What, I, I sympathize with the, the abuse that people get being so different. However, however, um, if, if that type of abuse is going to make you uh, into a homicidal maniac, maybe you shouldn't make yourself so different. You know, in the Bible, the first man was created – Hermaphrodite, which means he had both sets of uh, male and female genitals, which means he was simultaneously a man in the body of a female and a female in the body of a man. Now, I'm trying to say that whatever, wherever you, however you're created is a thing of beauty. If you're created with male apparatus but you feel like a female, you could that could be a thing of beauty because of how, how I said 
the Bible created the first individual. It it says he created them male and female. We have aspects of male and female in, in us. And if somebody has too much, that doesn't mean he has to go chop, chop, chop. You know, that, that basically because it makes the reprobation that they get. And a lot of times it's subjective. In other words, they think they're getting worse abuse than they're really getting. And they turn very vicious. There was another transsexual murder in the Bronx this past week where a man, a, new, a man who just had a baby, a 25-year-old black man, was stabbed in the back because he asked his transsexual neighbor to lower the stereo uh, in the middle of the night so he could get some sleep and his baby could get some sleep. He was stabbed in the back. Now, that is very, very vicious. Okay? So what I'm trying to say is if it makes you that vicious – to be different than people, that, that different, then don't be so different. Okay, Larry, you stand by. David, quickly, your reaction to what Larry okay. just said? All right. I don't know where, what he's really aiming at, but let me just say this. If people are not bothering you, if their transgender situation has nothing to do with your life, it's none of your business, just leave them alone. Let them lead their lives and stop harassing them. Stop some of them have been murdered. Stop killing them. Just leave them alone, all right? Mentally ill people need treatment. They don't need to be condemned and abused, and that's what's happening. And we need to stop that because this is the first time, to my knowledge, this has happened, okay? I'm sure it'll happen again in the future because there are a lot of angry people out there. Let's tamp it down. That's all I'm saying. Okay, David, thank you. Larry, you have the final word before I move on to other callers. Uh, your final thought, uh, you just heard what David had to say. Well, I was going to say on my own without David uh, originally that, you know, I feel uh, in light of the, the, the nature of the murders, we, you know, as I said yesterday, this is distinct, uh, that these these transsexuals are potentially very, very dangerous, dangerous characters because of their potential for viciousness. Don't forget the movie, The Silence of the no, Lambs. But wait, wait, Remember wait, 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 Larry, Larry, well, you, you, you're getting dangerously close to the broad brush that I said I want to try and, and avoid. I tell we, you that the nature of the murders, the man is stabbed in the back for asking someone to lower the radio. Right, okay, but, okay. but, that, but Larry, but that's one example. We, we can't paint the entire transgender community, as you just said, it's quote, unquote, vicious, simply because they're transgender. No, I will listen, listen, listen to me. I, I believe they are because the movie The Silence of the Labs. Oh, so so end, so because so wait, wait, so because Hollywood says it's so, that makes it so. Well, it's based on reality movies. Also, no, well, Hollywood is based on getting paid, making money, telling you what you want to hear, showing you what you want to see, Larry. I, I do got to move on. Thank you for the call, Larry. Dominic Carter here with you on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I've got to take a break. When we come back, we will have more of your telephone calls. And coming up in our Chronicles of Dominic Carter segment, I'm going to switch gears uh, this morning because my, my head is literally turning simply on on the use of pronouns in terms of as a journalist, not as a talk show host, but as a journalist, in which the number one rule is that we have to get it right, we have to be correct. How how I'm gonna cover these things going forward when when it's breaking and it may look like a woman, but they the person may identify as a man and it may be a man, but they may identify as a woman and it may be a woman, it may be a man dressed like a woman and how do you figure this all out? 
We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77 Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back, going uh, back to your telephone calls. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up during the uh, Chronicles of Dominic Carter, in a little bit, we're going to switch gears. I'm going to talk with Jeffrey Garcia. He's standing by. He's the president of a restaurant, bar, and lounge association. And uh, a bit later on today, the city council is supposed to take on this issue. It's a serious issue. In terms of uh, third-party apps like Grubhub and DoorDash, they want to charge restaurants more money for their apps in terms of deliveries, deliveries, that is. But what's going on now is restaurants, folks, I want you to think about this. 20% of an order, not, not of the delivery, of the order, of the total order cost is going to DoorDash and, and Grubhub. And now... Uh, DoorDash and Grubhub, they want to increase it to 25%. So in other words, these third-party apps are almost becoming a 25% owner in, in the business if they're going to get 25% of everything that's coming on, coming in. But right now we're dealing with the, uh, the situation as it relates to Nashville, the very tragic and sad situation. Let's go to Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I'm going to give a check for David. I really don't like going after just, look, you know, picking at this. We're all looking at it and we're all upset, but I don't like... Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. The the transgender route, my concern, and I'll I'll give him a vote on that, because I I really just see one thing. I see three children and three adults dead in a shooting at a Christian elementary school. So I know all schools are dangerous, but of course, if I had a child in a Christian school, I would say to myself, oh my goodness, are are there going to be more? Is this like a target? Is this like a you know, maybe a hate thing, right? And that's like a little more fear, too, for parents who may have their children in Christian schools. And and that's my thought on this. It's a horrible thing. The police did very well. But I kind of just feel like, you know, gee, you know, is it a Christian school thing? Did you think about that or no? Just Well, To be honest with you, Tony, I I haven't had time to really process this entire situation. Um, Right. So that's my thought. You know, I know you may not agree, but I'm concerned, too, that if this person had a plan, and I know they said the police are deciphering it, they did write up some kind of a thing about what their plans were. You know, obviously they're gone and the damage has been done, but 
you know, I just was concerned that maybe, you know, it was kind of like a plan for, for more Christian schools or something like that. I found that extra scary, too. Well, but, thank, um, thank you for the call, Tony. The, the issue the issue is, is very hard to zero in on because we're dealing with someone uh, that had uh, mental health issues, and we don't know the extent of their mental health issues, and we don't know whether the issues in terms of the Christian school, whether it's something where they perceive that they were not treated fairly about in the past or whether it's an issue of uh, – they they just simply have something made up in their mind and 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 unfortunately in this case for all of us they decided to act on this. Victor in New Jersey. Good morning, Victor. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Dominic, how you doing? I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I just I can't even imagine what what the pronouns of a of a murderer matter why does it why does that even matter like okay that's a good question victor i'm going to let you finish but let, let me just answer that for a second uh-huh. it's important because when i'm on this microphone before you it is my job to be as factual as i can be because uh believe it uh, one way or the, or the other victor we are judged on almost everything we do everything we say and, you know, just look at my Twitter. Someone just put a ridiculous comment saying that it's asinine what I just said on the air. And normally I don't pay attention to this. A uh, uh, watching wheel seven says my logic is asinine. But so, so it's important. It, see, people don't understand that they bring their own agenda. And if I say something that they, that doesn't go with their agenda, then they feel like I have a square head. You know what I mean? <laughs> or, sure. or, or I'm a Martian. So go ahead, Victor. So that's so that's your profession. I kind of get it. You you have to you know get the story down perfectly. But a guy like David calling, like why why if David's little baby girl or little baby boy was shot by this animal, this freaking monster, I wonder if he would be calling worried about the feelings of the transgender animal that shot his little baby. I I I, I just. You know what I mean? Like he's worried about the feelings of this person. That 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 makes me crazy. And I just let me just touch on one other thing. I I, I I think he was referring to the to the community transgender community as a whole. I think David was trying to say, "Don't pick on the community as a whole." But but go ahead, Victor. I mean that's that's like that's like saying like don't be mean to people. Of course not. But like why? Like he, he's calling tonight to say don't don't be mean to the transgender people. This like who cares what this person was? This is not a person. This is an animal. And not to mention, why are we automatically assuming this person was mentally ill? Because the mainstream media and CNN told us so. Like who who gets to choose that this person was mentally ill? Well, it, it, that, it, no, if, if you if you're under tre- if you're under he, treatment, go, go ahead, Victor. Go ahead. The day blew away three little kids and three innocent people she's mentally ill she the day before she's tweeting her friends oh baby i love you i'll see uh, you won't see me again she knows exactly what she's doing that's not mentally ill walk around the subway and you'll see mentally ill that's not mentally ill that's an excuse for a 19-year-old girl who didn't know which way was up, 
who decided she wanted to kill three kids because somebody did something wrong to her. She's 28, 28 years what, old. Whatever it is, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, no, 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 okay. no, no problem, Victor. But but sometimes sometimes mentally I ill people. I got one other thing, Dominic. Okay, quickly, quickly mind. though, Victor, go ahead, quickly. Okay, Joe Biden's press conference yesterday. I understand it's a national event, and he has to make a statement. But did you see him telling jokes right no, before no, he no, I, 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 I did, I did, I How did. How is that even possible? Okay, wait, 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 Victor. Wait, 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 wait. Now, certainly I am not a Biden apologist, uh, but I do want to say this. Somebody on his staff needs to be fired. Somebody on his staff needs to be fired because someone should have said, Mr. President, the networks, because everything, all of this, Victor, is timed down to the second for media organizations. So let's say... Uh, let's say twelve forty fifty five. Carter has to hit a hard break. So sure. no matter what I do, so for example, I just missed my break because I didn't hit twelve forty fifty five. Right? That, I'm just using this for argument's sake. So the White House knows at at for example, exactly one o one. So the State of the Union, they'll say it starts at nine o'clock, but the networks are told it starts at nine o one thirty. So that sure. gives the, that gives the network anchors enough time to analyze what the president is about to say, and then boom, the president starts on cue. Somebody screwed up because they didn't they didn't inform the president that the networks are going live at exactly this moment. So Biden was trying to warm up the crowd for his event, and and but but he shouldn't have done it because it made him look very 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 bad. It made him look like an old man. That see now and out of touch. I mean, uh, I just I just wonder if Donald Trump was telling jokes after a mass shooting, what people would be saying. That's all I have, Dominic. Thank you, buddy. Okay, thank you, thank you, Victor. But again, somebody on Biden's staff uh, should be fired for that because the way it's supposed to work is, Mr. President, at 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 one o one thirty, the event starts, and at one o one thirty, you've got to hit cold talking about the the massacre in Nashville before you get to anything else. And then the president's supposed to nod, and the president, where he's supposed to stand, is marked off, and, and the the, uh, the, uh, the teleprompter is all set and ready to go, uh, and, and he's supposed to start at one one thirty. Boom. My heart is broken over what happened in Nashville. That's not what happened. What happened was the networks went to him, and he was he was warming up the crowd, thinking that he's being personality Biden at the worst possible time in the world. John in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic, I just want to mention that uh, this tweet that uh, the caller from New Jersey mentioned, this was actually happened the morning, the very yes, morning. Yes, it did. Of, it did. It did. That, that's something I meant to correct. But she told her friend, someone she admired since they were growing up, that they, they played on the I, same I, basketball that, team. That I'm going together. to die today, and you'll hear about it in the news. Right. And when, right. when I read that, I found that to be very, very chilling. And I was wondering, why didn't her psychiatrist pick up on this beforehand? Because what she did was basically commit suicide on herself by using the police, but also by also killing at the same time six innocent people. If anyone should have died, it should have been only her and by her own hand. Right. I I I I I I hear you, John. And um, 
you know, but but I I can't second guess the psychoanalysts or the the psychiatrist because we don't know we don't even know if there was a psychiatrist. We just know as of right now that there was a mental health disorder. We we do know. Thank you for the call, John. We do know that um, that uh, at Audrey Hale had talked about uh, committing suicide before, uh, based on that conversation with the friend, which was a uh, one uh, via online. But folks, what I what I'm going to do right now, and I I um I maybe maybe at the end of this interview I'm about to do, maybe we'll be able to get to some of your calls if you want to hold on. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to completely switch gears and get off of the Nashville uh, shooting situation. I'm going to talk to a man who's standing by on the telephone, Jeffrey Garcia, who represents a uh, a New York State restaurant bar and lounge association. And is an issue before the city council today. Apps like Grubhub and DoorDash, they want to charge more money to the restaurants for deliveries. So it's almost a refreshing switch for me just to get off of this for a little bit. And time permitting, I will come back to your telephone calls. We'll be right back. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. And with me right now, Jeffrey Garcia, the president of the New York State Latinos Restaurant Bar and Lounge Association. Mr. Garcia, you and other uh, New York restaurant owners are protesting a new bill, a bill before the city council, which would allow third-party apps to deliver food like Grubhub and DoorDash to potentially charge independent eateries more why well dominic thank you for having me on and this is at a very very important time in our restaurant industry during covid uh we all know how devastated restaurants were we were able to fight very hard with the city council to put a cap on third-party delivery apps we were able to put a cap at 20 percent doordash and uber and a Grubhub now wanna be wanna lift that cap and be able to charge more to our restaurants. This will be devastating, devastating to our small businesses in New York City. Those small mom and pop Latino restaurants who so much depend right now on keeping every little bit of their money. Restaurants, as much as you can see them full right now, are not fully recovered. Why? many reasons more expensive um uh to buy right now they're paying back ppp loans they're paying back eidl loans so even even if they are making some pre-pandemic money they are not keeping pre-pandemic money because of all the loans and back rent and higher utility bills right now so we need to stop this bill we cannot allow them to stronghold the city council into passing this bill right now. You know, that that's a very interesting point, Mr. Garcia, in terms of, you know, people see some restaurants doing well now, and we think things are fine financially. But as you said, you're still paying back COVID-related uh, bills and, and items and so on. A hundred percent. And you know who gets hurt, hurt worse the most? It's the small mom and pop, the Latino restaurants, minority restaurants, 
who didn't get right that money that the federal government, the $128 billion, those went to all the big restaurants. That's who got the big money. There were restaurants here in New York, famous restaurants, who got upwards of $5 million from that money. And many, many mom-and-pop minority businesses did not. Only only about 30% of those businesses got the, the out of that $128 million, less than 30%. So you know what? We need every little bit of money that we can keep and that we're making right now. And this bill cannot pass. This bill cannot pass. Our uh, members will be out there in full force on Wednesday to testify and to show the city council that we cannot afford this. This cannot happen to us at this time. Well, Mr. Garcia, and and we are chatting with Jeffrey Garcia, the president of the New York State Latino Restaurant Bar and Lounge Association uh, president. And so with the current law in place, let's talk about the current law that's in place. Delivery companies, you refer to them as the uh, the the the, uh, the third-party third, delivery. Third-party delivery. Okay. So uh, is it accurate? I read somewhere, and please tell me that this is not true, that restaurants are losing almost 25% of the order total, not just the fee, but of the order total for various fees. Is that correct? Well, correct, exactly. If we're if they're able to lift this cap, these third-party delivery apps can charge anywhere of upwards to thirty to thirty-five and up to forty percent. Um, we saw this happen in cities uh, like Washington D.C. and other, right? And this is what we're trying to avoid right now. Restaurants cannot afford to pay more to get the same service. So basically, what that means is if we have five hundred orders right now a month. My restaurant gets 500 orders a month right now. We're all playing on the same even playing field right now because everybody's paying 20%, right? If someone else is able to pay more because they can afford it, the Taco Bell, the McDonald's, those companies, right? If they can pay more, guess what? They're going to be at the top of the search list. My restaurant won't even appear. So if people are looking for a similar meal, my restaurant won't even appear. And guess what? That puts me at a disadvantage because now I need to pay more even to keep the 500 orders that I currently have. So that is not fair. That is not fair for the mom and pop restaurants that are out there, and we need to stop this. So, Mr. Garcia, let me ask you this. Grubhub has countered that the new legislation makes additional fees entirely voluntarily. They emphasize that even under the potential legislation, businesses will retain the option to keep their current free structure if they choose the basic marketing package. But based on what you just told me, what it sounds like, if you choose that basic marketing package, you can, but it's going to be very hard for your business to be seen online. Correct. You'll be non-existent. So what, again, what my thing is, if I currently have 500 orders, Right, because I am sitting on an even playing field, and now I have to pay more just to keep those 500 orders. How is that helping me? The city council needs to understand that. How are they helping small minority-owned businesses? If I'm going to have to pay more to keep the same orders that I have right now, it's just not fair. It's just not fair. Not fair for those establishments.
Now, why why is Grubhub seeking uh, more funds for this? Well, listen, I mean, I you know, uh, I, I I've read many things. I know they got a new CEO. I know that they're trying to sell um, uh, Grubhub right now. So it, it could be many of reasons why you know they are uh, they are looking to do this at this time. Um, but again, this is not the time for this to happen for small black and brown businesses all across this city. It's just not the right time right now. And so in conclusion, and we're chatting with Jeffrey Garcia, the president of the New York State Latino Restaurant, Bar, and Lounge Association president. Again, the council will take this matter up on Wednesday, and you plan to be out in full force? We're going to be out in full force. Um, We're going to have hundreds of members between my association and other advocacy groups um, and we're going to be out there in full force, ready to testify, ready to let the city council know that we are not in favor of this and the reasons why. If they're truly about helping minority-owned businesses, black and brown businesses all across the city, then they will say no to this because they're going to hear right from those same folks, you know, what this, what this will do to them. I close this way. Why is the city council even considering this if it's only going to hurt small business? Well, I mean, you know, uh, obviously they have deep pockets. Uh, the grub hubs of the world have deep pockets, and they've been able to obviously get uh, really good uh, people to, you know, convince the city council that we need this. But we do not. We do not. And I've spoken to many of them. They understand uh, where I'm coming from. They believe that I'm correct. Um, they haven't gotten overwhelming support. Uh, even the people that are on it right now um, really, you know, are, are not understanding this very well. They've been sold a bad bill of goods. Um, we actually, in, in you know, in, in the beginning of this, we actually found letters that were sent to the city council that, had misrepresentations of restaurant. Our vice president's restaurant was on a list, supposedly from Grubhub, supporting this. And it had someone else's name as the owner, but listed the restaurant and the address. When I showed it to my vice president, she was like, what is this? I've never supported it. I would never support this. Why is my name on here? And we found at least, at least seven to eight other restaurants on that list that the same thing happened to. So they've been using... tactics that are not good. And, you know, the council is very much aware of this. Mr. Garcia, the president of the New York State Latino Restaurant Bar and Lounge Association, the president, we thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Dominic. And I really hope, um, you know, that this really goes our way so we could really help our mom and pop businesses all across the city. And again, folks, that's supposed to play out. Uh, in just a few hours before the city council. We're going to go back uh, to your telephone calls uh, uh, regarding Nashville, but also I see here Michael in Brooklyn, who uh, apparently works at DoorDash. Uh, Michael, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. So, you know, I've been working for DoorDash for a really long time already, and I've been knowing about, and all of us in this business that actually do this for a living, know that the restaurants have been getting scammed this whole time and it all it's really sucks that these companies really are even DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, they're really taking an enormous chunk out. They've been doing it for years already. 
And it's funny because just the other day, DoorDash sent us an email that actually says that the New York City Council is considering an important exchange to an existing law. And um, it's more of really like a petition to actually go against the city council. So it's interesting that I listen tonight and I hear that someone from the other perspective is coming. But it really is messed up that restaurants are getting smashed over like this. There's even a sushi spot where I live in Bay Ridge where they actually handwrite you a letter thanking you for actually calling the restaurant itself, placing the order, because they make so much more money and so much more business right. if you calling them. Wow. Wow. Uh, so in other words, avoiding DoorDash and uh, Grubhub. Michael, I'm, I'm short yeah. on time, but I do thank you for the call. Thank you. Let me go to Christine in Manhattan, and then Frank Morano will be joining me. Good morning, Christine. What's on your mind? The price of food and inflation, they are totally off the wall. To think that they can increase for the price of a delivery, uh, who can afford that? This is bad for the businesses, but it's a disaster for people who have to pay for inflated food prices. Right. Why do I have to hand some dude 10 bucks for riding a bicycle up to my door when I can get off my butt and go to the store and buy the food and cook it myself? Well, you got a good point there, Christine. Thank you for the call. And, and again, folks, the reason why I did this segment tonight is think about this. You own a business, and somebody and your business is starting to do well. Somebody comes in and says, I want 25% of everything you take in, at least. So that's what Grubhub and DoorDash are apparently doing when it comes to deliveries. We see all the calls coming in uh, about DoorDash and uh, and so on. But first, I have to bring in Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. How are you, my friend? I'm well. What do you have coming up this uh, morning? An action-packed show. Uh, we, there's a new poll out that shows people that think patriotism and uh, religion are important, both of those things, is at a big low. And now take the poll for what it's worth, but we're going to go into the results and we're going to get people's opinion as to why that's the case. Uh, meantime, I'm going to jo- be joined by a gentleman named uh, Jeffrey Omar Patrick, who is on the faculty of the New York Medical College. And we're going to talk about why there's such a shortage of black doctors and what that means for the future of healthcare. We've got some other fun stories that we're going to get to as well. Well, just please don't keep me up all night No tonight. promises, my friend. No promises. <laughs> Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight is coming up. You want to keep it right there, folks, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be back again tomorrow. To those of you where we couldn't get to your calls, I do apologize. Uh, we'll continue to follow the issue of the restaurants and DoorDash and Grubhub and, of course, what's going on in Nashville. Frank Marano coming up, but first we have news headlines with Alex Barnard. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.